खिलाफत के अमी हम हैं अमानत हम संभालेंगे जो नेमत छिन वी बिलीव इन इक्वेलिटी ऑफ ह्यूमन बीइंग्स इन द रूल ऑफ लॉ एंड वी आर अगेंस्ट ऑल टाइप्स ऑफ ऑपरेशन वेलकम टू द एमकेए यूएसए वाइब रन बाय मजलिस कुदामल अहमदिया यूएसए America's oldest and largest Muslim male youth organization. We're here to share a weekly recap of the latest in Friday sermons, speeches, lessons from our respected imams and wisdom from different sources. Khalifa ke labon se jo gulo jo har bikhar ta ilaha illallah wahdahu الرجيم <coughs> My dear brothers and sisters, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. In Edinburgh, Scotland, beside Princess Street, stands a massive monument about a few hundred yards from Waverley Station. This monument was erected in the honor and memory of Sir Walter Scott, who was a renowned Scottish author and a historian of the 18th century. On his deathbed, he said the following words to his son-in-law, and I quote, I have but a minute to speak to you. My dear, be a good man. Be virtuous, be religious, be a good man. Nothing else, nothing else will give you any comfort when you come to lie here. Sir Walter Scott, who had gained worldwide fame and adoration of millions upon millions, came to realize this on his deathbed, that the most worthwhile avocation in life is to be religious. My dear friends, this has been encapsulated by Allah the Almighty in the Holy Quran in the verse that I have recited in the beginning of my speech. And the translation of this verse is, and I have not created the jinn and the men, but so that they may become my servants who worship me. The Holy Prophet of Islam, Hazrat Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam once stated, Bunyal Islam ala khams, that the foundation of Islam stands on five pillars. And these pillars are the proclamation of faith, that there is none worthy of worship except Allah, 
and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the servant and messenger of his iqama salat observance of prayer paying of zakat performing hajj and then fasting in the month of ramadan you see zakat becomes obligatory only on the well to do fasting during ramadan of course comes only once a year hajj is also something that not everyone can afford and it also comes only once a year the only religious exercise that everyone can and has to perform on daily basis upon which our spiritual existence relies is the observance of the five daily congregational prayers the five daily prayers become obligatory for everyone from the age of 10 however for males it is mandatory to observe the daily prayers in congregation at the masjid at the mosque regarding salat the promised messiah alayhi salatu wasalam once mentioned fa inna salata markabun yusilu al-abda ila rabbil ibad that salat is such a ride that it takes the person to meet his or her god on one specific occasion our beloved master holy prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam stated one who comes to masjid in the morning and also in the evening allah has prepared an entertainment for that person in the heavens and allah himself will be his or her host in another hadith the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned about seven groups of people and then he said that look a time is about to come when there shall be no shade other than the shade of allah the entire cosmos and everyone in it would be in a state of distress and peril except these seven groups of people on whom allah will shower his mercy one of those is rajulun qalbuhu muallakun fil masajid a man whose heart is attached with the mosque so even when this person was busy with work he was waiting for the salat so that he could go to masjid and offer his prayers therefore my dear brothers and sisters if you are such people whose hearts are attached with the mosque then on the day of judgment you have nothing to worry about because you will be under the shade of allah's mercy himself inshallah my dear friends salat is what transforms our lives inside out it was for this reason that the holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was always on the lookout to make sure that salat in congregation at the masjid is established among his sahaba it was this tarbiyat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that transformed the lives of the companions of his altogether hazrat masih maud alaihi salatu wasalam has very aptly captured this in his very famous qasida he said sadaftahum qauman karausin zillatan faj'altahum kasabikat liqyani that oh holy prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam you found them dirty like a deep of hung like a heap of dung and transformed them into a piece of pure gold the nation that used to drink alcohol the nation that used to consume alcohol 
five times a day in congregation, was now offering Salat five times a day in congregation. My dear friends, this is what a true revolution, a real revolution looks like. Now, let me share some pearls of guidance from the blessed lives of the Sahaba who were ever inclined to perform their congregational Salat at the Masjid. It is narrated that Hazrat Itban bin Malik radiallahu anhu, a companion of the Holy Prophet who was blind, used to live near the town of Quba. Between his house and the mosque, there was a valley. And the valley would become flooded every time it would rain. But even this would not stop Hazrat Itban from coming to masjid every day, five times a day, to perform his daily congregational prayers at the masjid. Similarly, Hazrat Sufyan Sauri radiallahu anhu has narrated regarding the Sahaba, Kanu al-maktubat fil jama'a. It means that the companions would engage in their day-to-day -day activities, their businesses, their jobs. But come what may, they would not miss their daily congregational prayers. Another well-known companion of Rasulullah was Hazrat Abu Darda anhu, who once after the demise of Rasulullah came to his home after Fajr Salat and was angry and restless. So his wife, Hazrat Ummi Darda radiallahu anha, inquired from him what was wrong. He replied that by God, by God, during the life of the Holy Prophet وسلم, we never saw anyone not praying in congregation. It appears that on that day, at the time of Fajr Salat, somebody was wandering around and not offering the Fajr Salat in congregation. This is what had upset Hazrat Abu Darda so much. We find the same passion in the voice of Hazrat Khalifatul Masihus Sani radiallahu anhu when he mentioned that if even five Ahmadis are there who are not offering their prayers in congregation, then it is something that the entire Jamaat should be worried about. Even if five Ahmadis are there, Hazrat Muslim Maud radiallahu anhu narrates his own incident which shows the importance of Salat. Once in the year 1945, when Hazur was busy in his office working, it was almost time for Maghrib Salat. Hazur wrote, All of a sudden, this thought crossed my mind that perhaps I did not offer my Asr prayer. As soon as this thought came to my mind, I was so grief-stricken that I was about to fall on the ground and die. Then I remembered that I had already offered my prayer. We find a similar incident happening during the youth of Hazrat Khalifatul Masih Awal radiallahu anhu, who during those days was in the city of the Prophet وسلم, in Medina for his religious studies. One day, he was not able to offer Zohar prayer in congregation at the masjid. When he realized this, the color of his face became pale and he felt that such a big sin has been committed by him that he became scared to even enter the mosque. Somehow, he managed to go inside and pray for forgiveness for this negligence on his part.
This shows the importance of congregational prayer at the masjid. Sometimes, my dear brothers and sisters, we feel that our job, our work, that our family time is somehow more important than worshipping Allah. Once the promised Messiah والسلام, addressed this issue and mentioned, Agar Sara Ghar Gharat Hota Hetohonido, Magar Nimasko Tarkmatkuro, even if your entire house is destroyed, let it, but do not skip your prayer. Hazur continued, Such a person is a disbeliever and a hypocrite who claims that prayer is a bad omen and that by offering it, I had to face such and such losses. Prayer is most definitely not a source of God's wrath. I would like to share an incident from the life of Hazrat Masih Ma'ud Islam at this point. Once the father of Hazrat Masih Ma'ud sent Hazrat Masih Ma'ud to represent his family in an official court hearing in the city of Batala. While waiting for his turn in front of the magistrate, the time for the afternoon prayer began. Hazrat Masih Ma'ud who was a young man at that time, left everything and went outside in the courtyard, spread a piece of cloth on the ground and started praying. While he was praying, the court's clerk asked for Hazrat Masih Ma'ud who was outside busy remembering his creator. The opposite party wanted to take benefit from this opportunity by getting a verdict in their favor while Hazur was absent. However, Allah blessed the promised Messiah and despite his absence from the court at that time, the magistrate ended up giving the verdict in Hazrat Masih Ma'ud favor. Prayer is most definitely not a source of God's wrath. Now, let us look at the Uswa, the blessed example of Holy Prophet Muhammad in establishing the daily congregational salat at the masjid. It is narrated that in the final days of his life, Holy Prophet had severe fever. He would ask Hazrat Aisha, his beloved wife, may Allah be pleased with her, if it was time for Salat and if people were waiting for him at the masjid, she would reply, yes. Then the Holy Prophet would ask for water to make wuzu. And while doing so, he would become unconscious. And thus upon gaining his consciousness back, he would again inquire the same question. He would then perform wuzu, but due to extreme weakness, he would become unconscious again. This happened four times. This happened four times until the Holy Prophet asked Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq to lead the prayers in his place. One of those days, one of those days, the Holy Prophet removed the curtain from the door of his house to see what was happening in the masjid. And he saw that people were standing to pray. His overwhelming desire and love for Salat forced him to go to masjid while placing his two hands on the shoulders of two companions. He came to the masjid while his feet were dragging on the floor. 
He came and he sat on the left side of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq anhu. And Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq called the Ikama and Holy Prophet led the prayers. Even in that state, at that time, Holy Prophet did not abandon going to masjid, did not give up his Salat in congregation at the masjid. This is the role model for us. Nowadays, opponents of Ahmadiyyat raise allegations regarding the blessed demise of Hazrat Masih Maud They forget that Hazrat Masih Maud in his final hours of his life went through the same experience. He would ask if it was time for Fajr Salat and upon getting the answer in the affirmative, he would perform tayammum. He would start offering his salat, but then he would become unconscious. This kept happening. And it was in this state that the promised Messiah ultimately passed away. Hazrat Masih Maud Hazrat Imam Mehdi used to say, Al Masjidu Makani, Wasalihuna Ikhwani, Wazikrullahi Mali, Wakalkullahi Ayali. That mosque is my home and the righteous people are my brethren. Remembrance and worship of Allah is my asset, while the servants of Allah are my kinsmen. This perfectly encapsulates the culture and the lifestyle that Islam Ahmadiyyat wants to instill in all of us. My dear brothers and sisters, Salat is not just for the men, but it is for every single member of our household. If men are to be guardians over their own Salat and the Salat of their spouses, then the wives and the mothers should be watchful of the prayers of their children so that no one misses any prayer. Hazrat Muslim Maud, Razi Allah Ta'ala Anho Biyan Firmate Hain, Bada Admi, Agar Khud Nimaaz Ba Jamaat Nahi Parta Toh Woh Munafik Hai, Magar Woh Log, Jho Apne Bachchon Ko Nimaaz Ba Jamaat Ada Karne Ki Aadat Nahi Daalte, Woh Unke Khuni Or Katil Hain, Agar Maa Baap Bachchon Ko Nimaaz Ba Jamaat Ki Aadat Daalein, Toh Kabhi Un Par, Toh Kabhi Un Par Aisa Vakt Nahi Aasakta, Ki Yeh Kaha Jai, Ki Unki Islaa Na Mumkin Hai, Hazrat Muslim Maud anhu, has mentioned that if an adult person himself does not offer Salat in congregation, then he is a hypocrite. But those, but those who do not inculcate the habit of congregational Salat in their children are their murderers. If parents were to inculcate the habit of congregational prayers in their children, then such a time will never come upon them that it could be said that their reformation is impossible. I will now share a glimpse of the household of Hazrat Masih Maud where Salat was observed in an absolute manner. Hazrat Amma Jan, the blessed wife of Hazrat Masih Maud she was so ardent and cognizant of her prayers that even the Imam of this age, Hazrat Masih Maud had spoken about it. Once, when Hazrat Sahib Zada Bashir Awal Sahib, the firstborn son of Hazrat Amma Jan, was in the final moments of his life, and remember, Sahib Zada Mirza 
Bashir Abul Sahib was an infant when this is happening. It was time for Salat. Hazrat Amma Jan left him and started offering her Salat instead. When she finished her prayer, she turned towards her husband, Hazrat Masih Maud and inquired about the condition of the boy. Promised Messiah looked at her and said, the boy has passed away. Very patiently, Hazrat Amma Jan responded by saying, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. Hazrat Masih Maud added, that at that time my heart said to me, my heart said to me that Allah will not let this pious deed of hers go in vain. And literally, one month after that, Allah blessed Hazrat Ammajan with the promised son, whom today we know of as Muslim Oud. Khalifa Masih Rabe Rahimahullah Ta'ala once mentioned in his Jasa Salana speech from 1978 that Hazrat Khalifa Masih Sani never chastised his children physically, except in the matter of Salat. Once Hazrat Muslim became extremely sick, but even then he would call the children of the household and then he would lead them in Salat while he would be sitting on a chair. But he would not give up his Salat in congregation. My dear brothers and sisters, some people miss their daily prayers because of sheer laziness. One such person inquired from the promised Messiah as to what is it that he can do in order to overcome this laziness. Baaz log susti ki wajah se nimaaz chhod dete hain. Aise hi ek shaks ne Masih Maud alayhi salam se poocha ke wo kya kare ki uski susti dur ho aur nimaaz tark na ho. Hazrat Masih Maud alayhi salatu wasalam bayan farmate hain. Jab tak khauf-e-ilahi dil par taari na ho, guna dur nahi ho sakta. Aur phir ye bhi zaruri hai ke jahan tak mauka mile ملاقات کرتے رہو ہم تو اپنی جماعت کو قبر کے سر پر رکھنا چاہتے ہیں کہ ہر وقت قبر مد نظر ہو حضور replied until the fear of Allah engulfs the heart sin does not go away and also as much as possible try to meet me we are trying to ensure that our jamaat members are mindful of their death at all times in such a way as if they are living next to their graves. In short, Hazrat Masih Maud has provided three solutions to rid oneself of laziness, which keeps a person from offering Salat. Number one, to always fear God. Number two, meeting Hazur, or in our case, Hazrat Khalifa Al-Masih, Ayyadahullah bin Asr Aziz, as often and possible. And number three, is to remember that we all have to die one day and we will be in front of Allah and answerable for our actions. Sometimes, People complain that they are not able to feel any spirituality even when they offer their five daily prayers and are close to giving up on Salat. For such people, Masih Maud stated, for a real believer, offering Salat is the only way to remove spiritual corrosion. While explaining on how to develop focus and spiritual high in our Salat, Hazrat Masih Maud stated, that the best way of achieving this is through Salat itself. If one keeps on offering Salat regularly, then like a sour medicine that is initially taken to get better, a time will come. A time will come when he will start to experience the spiritual delight, the spiritual high in his Salat. You see, if an alcoholic is not getting intoxicated, 
then he keeps on drinking until he gets what he wants. A believer can learn from this and should keep on praying until he also achieves the desired results, which is to experience the spiritual delight in his salat. Masih Maud said that it is this spiritual delight experienced in salat that has been termed by Allah the Almighty as the earthly paradise in the Holy Quran. And when we offer our salat this way, then we too will hear the glad tidings. Surely success does come to the believers who are humble in their prayers. Our beloved Imam, Hazrat Khalifatul Masih al-Khamis, Ayyadahullah Ta'ala bin Nasr al-Aziz, has been reminding us time and again, time and again, that we need to offer our daily prayers in congregation at the masjid. As recently as January 28, 2018, when Hazur Ayyadahullah Ayyadahullah had meetings with the Amla members of London Jamaats in UK, Hazur mentioned to the Amla members, Fulfill trusts given to you by praying all five daily prayers in congregation in mosques. Hazur Anwar further elaborated that if the Amla members start offering their prayers in congregation at the masjid, then the rest of the members of Jamaat would also start coming to the masjid. It was at this point, my dear brothers and sisters, that our beloved Imam, our beloved Master, Hazrat Khalifatul Masih, Ayyadahullah bin Nasr al-Aziz, gave us this plan to hold Ashra Salat every two months in order to improve the congregational Salat attendance at our Masajid across the nation. Promised Messiah while explaining the importance of congregational prayers to the Jamaat, he said, the rationale behind putting more reward in congregational prayers is that it creates unity. The instructions to practically implement unity are so particular that even the feet are required to be aligned and the rows should be straight and worshippers should be standing connected to each other. It means that they must act like one being. By standing in rows, they will turn into one being, meaning there will be a dynamism in them so that one's illuminations can permeate into others. The disparity that gives birth to ego and selfishness does not last in such settings. It means, regardless of being rich or poor, everyone will be standing in one row. Some people are egocentric or have selfishness in their hearts, which is rooted out with congregational salat. Regarding another function and benefit of daily congregational prayers, Hazrat Dr. Mir Muhammad Ismail Sahib radiallahu anhu, companion of Hazrat Masih Maud al-Islam and younger brother of Hazrat Amma Jan anha, said that congregational prayers have the ability to set our life in an organized fashion. Allah the Almighty says in the Holy Quran, Inna salata kanat alal Surely prayer is enjoined on the believers to be performed at fixed hours. Our beloved Imam, Hazrat Khalifatul Masih Ayyadahullah Ta'ala bin Nasr al-Aziz has been telling us to plan out our daily activities around Salat and not the other way around. We should not be giving priority 
to our day-to-day -day activities over our Salat. Rather, we should make our Salat our priority, the focal point, and work our activities around Salat. For example, postpone that conference call, or that trip to the grocery store, or the dawat of your friends until after the prayer has been offered. Another function and benefit of daily congregational prayers is that it purifies not only our body but also our soul. It is narrated that once the Holy Prophet Hazrat Muhammad Mustafa وسلم, inquired from his Sahaba about a man who has a stream of water running in front of his home and he takes a bath in it five times a day. Would any kind of dirt, would any kind of dirt or filth remain on him? The companions, may Allah be pleased with all of them, with one voice said that no dirt or filth would remain on him, Ya Rasulullah. Then the Holy Prophet responded, Fadalika Mislu Salawatil Khamsi Yamhullahu Bihinna al Khataya. Same is the case of the one who offers the five daily prayers by which Allah removes his sin. A very interesting observation in this regard has been made by Hazrat Masihir Ma'ud He said, and I quote, If a person sincerely offers his prayers for even 10 days, then his heart will be purified. End quote. And of course, once the heart is purified, the person will continue to offer Salat to reach yet higher levels of taqwa, one after another. One more crucial function and benefit of congregational Salat is that it protects us from sins. Allah the Almighty has said in the Holy Quran, Aqim salah inna salata tanha anil wal munkar wala dhikrullahi akbar. Observe prayer. Surely, prayer restrains one from indecency and manifest evil and remembrance of Allah Indeed, is the greatest virtue. Hazrat Khalifatul Masih Awwal radiyallahu anhu had stated under the tafsir of this verse that from this verse the real purpose of Salat is understood which is that Salat has been made obligatory to save God against unlawful and indecent things. Hazrat Khalifatul Masih Sani radiyallahu anhu mentioned in tafsir kabir that there are three ways by way of which we are protected through Salat from committing sins. Number one, if we establish congregational salat on a regular basis, then most of our time will be spent in the worship of God. Therefore, therefore, that time which is spent in worshiping Allah will keep us away from committing any sin. This includes the time it will take for us to come to masjid, offer the prayers, engage in zikr, and then drive back. Number two, when dua will be made in salat for ourselves and for others, then that dua will in turn absorb Allah's mercy and will end up protecting us from the ways of sin. The verses of the Holy Quran, point number three. The verses of the Holy Quran that are recited in prayer, the exaltation and various hymns that are sung in the prayers of the Almighty will have such an effect on our hearts that we would start to hate sin altogether and would stay away from it. Therefore, in essence, therefore, in essence, true spiritual cleansing cannot be achieved without salat. The litmus test of a true salat is that the one who offers it is protected from sins. Such a salat is a two-way traffic, my friends, 
The one who offers it protects his Salat. And in turn, his Salat protects him from vices. A famous poet once aptly put this in the following words regarding one who overcomes his nafs, his ego. Here lies a soldier whom all must applaud, who fought many battles at home and abroad. But the hottest engagement he ever was in was the conquest of self in the battle of sin. <clears throat> in the end, I am reminded of the incident of the Battle of Hunan, when the camels and horses of the Muslim soldiers started to run away from the battlefield due to the brutal attack by the enemy forces. At that time, Hazrat Muhammad was left alone, but he stood his ground and called for the companions one after another to come back. When the companions heard that the Messenger of Allah is calling them, but their camels and horses were not turning back, in that very moment, in that very moment, the companions slaughtered their camels and horses by the necks and started running on foot towards Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Therefore, therefore, O Jamaat of Masih Maud alayhi salatu wasalam, O the servants of Hazrat Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I am conveying to you the voice of Allah and the voice of his Khalifa that he is calling you towards the congregational prayers. If your desires and your nafs is not in your control, then slaughter these desires of yours and come to the masajid running saying, Allahumma labbaq, Allahumma labbaq. Oh my God, here I am. Oh my God, here I am. For therein is the life of Ahmadiyyat. Therein is the life of your household. It is by this means that on the day of judgment, Allah's shade of mercy will protect you and me. This will bring the countless blessings of Allah in our life. This is how we will see the ultimate victory of Islam Ahmadiyyat. Khuda hamare saath ho, khuda hamare saath ho, khuda hamare saath ho. May Allah be with us, may Allah be with us. Ameen. Wa akhiru dawana. You've been listening to the MKA Vibe by Majlis Qudam al USA, America's oldest and largest Muslim male youth organization. Subscribe to get more of our weekly recap of the latest in Friday sermons, speeches, lessons from our respected Imams and wisdom from different sources. Tweet us your ideas and thoughts at Muslim Youth USA. Some <laughs>